Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're going to continue through our examination of the book of James. We're in the second chapter. Just started it with the last episode. We looked at the first four verses. And so let's go back and uh, read, read those and sort of set the context because uh, the discussion continues in verses five and onward. James says this, my brethren, and remember, he keeps calling them that over and over. So we know that they're true believers. And he wants to emphasize that. He, he says, yes, I'm giving you some hard things, but he's doing it in love. He keeps saying, my brothers, my brothers. So, <clears throat> my brethren, do not hold your faith in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ with an attitude of personal favoritism. For if a man comes into your assembly with a gold ring and dressed in fine clothes, and there also comes in a poor man in dirty clothes, and you pay special attention to the one who is wearing the fine clothes and say, you sit here in a good place, and you say to the poor man, you stand over there or sit down at my footstool, have you not made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil intent? <clears throat> and so he's telling me, he says, do not act this way. Don't behave this way. Don't draw lines of distinction between the rich and the poor. Okay, Don't give the rich special uh, things and the poor not special things. Well, why would anybody do that anyway? Well, it's because of a couple of things. You are drawing lines of distinction because we will feel more comfortable with those that are dressed well, <clears throat> those that are clean, rather than the, those that are not dressed well or unclean who smell. Okay, that's always a big thing, right? Yeah. And he says, you're, you've become judges with evil motives. Remember the last episode we talked about this. What's the evil motive? Well, the evil motive is this, that the one who is rich can do something for me. The one who is rich can contribute uh, to what I want to do, to what we want to do. The one who is poor will not be able to contribute in the way we want. And as a matter of fact, very well may be one who consumes what we have. And so people say, oh, we don't think that way. Yes, we do, folks. Yes, we do. We try not to, but that is the default position of our mind is what can somebody do for me, for our organization, for our institution? Oh, they'd be great to have them here. You know, rare is it said, oh, it'd be great to have all the poor sick people here. You just don't hear that. And he's saying you shouldn't be that way. <clears throat> Verse five continues. Listen, my beloved brethren. Notice again, beloved brethren, did not God choose the poor of this world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom which he promised to those who love him? So James is asking a question. He said, didn't God choose those that are poor? And the answer is yes. He's chosen those who are poor of this world to be rich in faith. As a matter of fact, it's often easier, and I use those little air quotes for that, <laughs> uh, for those who are poor in the sources of the world to be rich in faith because that is what they have. They don't have the resources. I'll give an example. Uh, we see this uh, within the arena of medicine. Where most of us live in the Western world, we're very blessed 
uh, to have the doctors that we have, uh, medical resources, uh, uh, the hospitals, the things that God has allowed mankind to discover to this point in time. And we are blessed with that, no doubt. And that in and of itself is not evil. Okay, that's not evil at all. But what do you see uh, in very, very poor countries in Africa and Asia, places like that, where they do not have anything like that? You see people of faith praying for one another, calling upon the name of the Lord, and being healed in ways that you don't see in the Western world as a pattern and practice of behavior. Because in the Western world, our default position is to go to the resource rather than to go to the ultimate resource, the most high God. And so we go to the resources and then when things don't work out or we say, well, we need to be praying or, well, I guess all we can do is pray. How many times have we heard that phrase? And so those who are really poor of the world, poor of the resources, they are rich in faith because they know that if something is going to be done with this, it's going to be done by the hand of the most high God. And so that's an entirely different mindset. Okay, and he's asking this question to him. He says, don't you realize by what you see right here that those who are poor of this world are rich in faith and that they are heirs of the kingdom, which has been promised to those who love him. So those who are poor are equal heirs. So we shouldn't be drawing lines of distinction or creating class type things. Uh, as a matter of fact, the, the the church does that so readily and so easily. I just found out something about sort of a, a local situation here. A church that actually changed their name uh, several years ago, several decades ago. And I often wondered about that because I, I knew it used to be named one thing. And now it's named something else. And I've asked two or three times, why is it named what is currently named? And nobody can really tell me why that name. But I was at a funeral uh, recently. And in the funeral, it was mentioned what happened. They changed the name of the church because the name of the church was geographically associated with a certain part of town, the poorer part of town, the less rich part of town. And they wanted to reach out and draw more people in, the inference being what? Yeah, I'll let you infer. And they changed the name of the church. Now, you know, I'm not going to second guess. I'm not going to question that was done decades ago. Okay. But it does show what happens that they realize, and because they are located in a region, in a, in a poor region of the area, okay, of the town, and they changed their name to where they would not be associated with that. Isn't that sad? Let me read the next verse, verse 6. But you have dishonored the poor man. He says, when you act this way, and when you behave this way, when you give that rich man that, all that special attention, when you put him up front in that great seating area, and then when you go to the poor man, you say, oh, you can stand over there. You know, how magnanimous of us, at least we let him stay in the room, right? But you stand over there. Or I tell you what, if you want to, you can sit at my feet. In other words, we don't have chairs and room for you right here and i would never consider giving you my own chair <coughs> right excuse me but i'll allow you to sit at my feet he said you've dishonored this man but then james throws a little hand grenade out here okay verse six he says but you have dishonored the poor man then it continues is it not the rich who oppress you and personally drag you into court <laughs> 
So something has been going on. We see some things that have been happening here. Remember how the book of James started. He's writing to those who have been exiled, basically. They've been scattered. And they were Jewish people who are now believers. And there was something going on there because they were giving greater heed to the rich. And he says, by the way, why are you paying so much attention to the rich? Aren't they the ones that oppress you? Aren't they the ones that personally drag you into court? Personally? Okay. <laughs> Look at verse 7. Do they not blaspheme the fair name by which you have been called? He's saying it's the rich that are giving y'all problems. It's the rich that's got that have the resources and the time to go after Christians. He said, they're the ones that are dragging you into court, not just as a whole body, but personally. They're the ones that blaspheme the very fact that you are now believers and not Jews. So why in the world are you treating the rich this way and treating the poor another way? Anyway, some serious things for us to consider right here. It continues on, so we'll continue on with it next time, okay? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, as always, uh, spread the word about these times. I, I just checked a while ago. We've had a little uh, uh, bump and the participation, number of people listening. So thank you so much. Uh, if each one of us just shared with one person, that would double it, right? And I, st I may start giving you some numbers if it starts bumping up really good, okay? Because we actually have several hundred people that are joining together right here. And so just share and we'll do more and more. Uh, also, check out the website. I just posted a new Bible study from Hebrews on there a couple days ago. And you can see the daily podcast, the daily blog, uh, as well as a place there if you want to uh, help support the time. I'll see you later. Goodbye.